1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have.
1: Hello there. It is nine after the hour. I'm Eric Erickson. This is WSB. The phone number 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, yeah, I don't even need to check the radar right now, I don't think. I, I I think we're by and large in the clear right now. Hallelujah. Maybe we could do a show without... Uh, Having to interrupt every few minutes for weather. Yes, I think so. The only real rain we've got in the listening area is headed towards Woodstock right now. Um, Actually a very heavy shower, but it's small, headed towards Woodstock. Be there in about 20 minutes coming in from the west side. Y'all, we're going to do something here that we have never done before uh, tomorrow night. And you need to know about it. Advanced warning before we get into the news. You need to know this. Tomorrow night, I am filling in for Mark Aram from 7 to 9, and we're going to cook live on the radio. And we're not only going to cook live on the radio, I'm going to give you the recipe. It is my family's longtime recipe from Louisiana for red beans and rice. It is the easiest recipe you could possibly make as long as you know how to cut up an onion. And it is at TheResurgent.com. If you go to TheResurgent.com slash recipes, you can find it. Or you can get it delivered to your email in tomorrow's email uh, by texting the word WSB to 444-999. That's text WSB. 244-999, Two four you'll get the email in the morning at 7 a.m. Uh, with the recipe for red beans and rice that we will cook live tomorrow night on air at 7 p.m. on Mark Aram show. You can follow along with me, learn how to make red beans and rice. We'll take your calls on cooking and all that. It should be a great time. Now, we have to get to a news story that is not necessarily the major headline, but should be the major headline. I want to read to you three passages from a New York Times story today about how the Donald Trump Jr. story came about. You should know, uh, Jared Kushner and his lawyers are the leakers. Uh, The New York Times is reporting that uh, the Kushner legal team is the source for the memos uh, that were being used to destroy Donald Trump Jr. Let me read you these three paragraphs. This is the first paragraph, or it's the second paragraph of the New York Times story today. As Air Force One jetted back from Europe on Saturday, a small cadre of Mr. Trump's advisors huddled in a cabin, helping to craft a statement for the president's eldest son, Donald Trump Jr., to give to the New York Times, explaining why he met last summer with a lawyer connected to the Russian government. Participants on the plane... And back in the United States, debated how transparent to be in the statement, according to people familiar with the discussion. Fourth paragraph from the bottom. Mr. Caswitz, who is the president's lawyer, was working separately to inform an article being prepared to circa a news outlet the White House considers favorable instead of The Times. According to the person close to the legal team, Mr. Cassowitz was kept out of the discussion about Donald Trump Jr.'s initial statement and saw it only after it had been published online in the first-time story. And then the next paragraph. The original statement drafted aboard Air Force One by advisors and then approved by Mr. Trump said only that the Russian lawyer had discussed adoption policy during the meeting without mentioning the meeting had been offered as a chance to provide information about Mrs. Clinton's dealings with Russia. Only after the Times followed up in preparation for another article did the younger Mr. Trump issue a second statement acknowledging that. You need to keep those three paragraphs in mind for a very major point that no one is making and needs to be made quickly. By the way, I gave you guys the wrong link. If you go to theresurgent.com uh, you will see uh, a link to topics, and when you click topics, you will find recipes. And the very first, the top recipe posted is the red beans and rice recipe. Or again, just text WSB to four 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 nine nine nine, and you'll get the recipe in the morning email that comes out tomorrow. Okay, so the point, Let me, let me review these three paragraphs from the New York Times. Advisors aboard Air Force One prepared a statement about Donald Trump Jr., Mr. Kasowitz, the president's lawyer, was not consulted. The advisors aboard Air Force One prepared the statement and then got signed off by the president. Y'all, whoever leaked the story was part of that development on Air Force One. Now, we know that because the New York Times goes into who was there. Jared Kushner was there. Ivanka Trump was there. Uh, certain members of the, of the press team were there preparing the statement. We know the parties involved preparing the statement. We know that from the leaker, whoever the leaker was. Do you know who wasn't there? The person not identified by the leaker? The lawyer. That's important. Those of you who are lawyers have heard the phrase attorney-client privilege. The leaker's have just admitted to the New York Times that they put together a statement about Donald Trump Jr.'s dealings with the Russian lawyer, and they did not have a lawyer present. They have no attorney-client privilege over what happened, what transpired in the preparation of this statement. You see, the collusion is not going to get anyone on the Trump team. There really is no collusion here. People are throwing that word out, but that collusion is not a crime. I mean, from what we know, there is no crime here on collusion, but perjury is a crime. And now these people have admitted they were present having conversations about the Russian matter, and there were no lawyers present. Not only that, but the leakers go so far as to admit that the president's own lawyer, personal lawyer, Mr. Kasowitz himself, was not consulted before preparing the statement. They don't have attorney-client privilege when Robert Mueller comes asking for him. When he comes asking about what went down in the preparation of that statement, how they found out about it, uh, how they decided to put that statement together, why they left out key details, why they put in key details, who said what to whom, they can't say attorney-client privilege. They can't do it because the leakers outed everybody in the meeting. And by outing everyone in the meeting, (laughs) there were no lawyers present. The White House counsel's office was not present. The White House counsel's office was not consulted. We know that because the leaker acknowledged the White House counsel's office was not consulted. They have given up attorney-client privilege. Whoever leaked the information, and I've got some theories I want to discuss with you, they need to be lawyering up pretty quickly because Mueller is going to come calling. He is looking at multiple aspects of what the Trump campaign did, and whoever leaked the information is now going to be dragged into it, and uh, they're not going to be able to say, well, we were advised by our lawyers on what to put in the statement. No, they're going to say we talked to each other and to Don Jr. and to Don Jr.'s lawyer. That's not their lawyer. They can't claim that as attorney-client privilege. They can't do that. So now they're going to have to tell a federal special prosecutor what happened in the conversation, who was involved in the conversation, what they said, what they decided to leave out why they decided to include key aspects. They're going to have to do all of that now, which they never would have had to do if they didn't feel the need to run to the New York Times and make themselves look good and valuable and indispensable to a reporter while throwing their president under the bus. It is 26 past the hour. Y'all, a judge has halted the deportation of illegal immigrants from Iraq, dealing a blow to the Trump administration. The case has big implications for the separation of powers. Uh, Mark Goldsmith said federal courts, he's a district judge, have the power to step in and be a final appeal in immigration cases, even though Congress has tried to limit their powers and give the executive branch full control of deportations. Now, Goldsmith's an Obama appointee, and he overruled Congress and said he has to step in to save the Iraqis from immediate deportation, otherwise they risk death, torture, or other grave persecution. Now, under federal law... District courts are not allowed to do that, but he's done it anyway, uh, claiming it would be unconstitutional to keep the judges out of the process. We really are ruled by judges in this country. I mean, we really are. The judges in this country think that they are gods, at least demigods. I really, you know, I have said for the longest time, and I really wish someone would do it, we really need to see Congress go to war against the judiciary. They should have their budgets cut. You know, under the Constitution, you cannot cut the pay of a federal judge. You're not allowed to. In fact, uh, when they implemented the income tax in the early 1900s, federal courts uh, ruled, that, the Supreme Court of the United States, in fact, ruled that judges didn't have to pay income tax because it would be a cut in their pay. I kid you not. Uh, And Congress rattled sabers enough with the Supreme Court that the Supreme Court overruled themselves and said the income tax applied even to judges. We need to do some saber rattling against judges in this country. Congress does. They need to go to war against judges. They need to cut their law clerks. I mean, heck, for that matter, they need to even just turn off the lights, Uh, say you got to pay your own bills. That's a problem. Ooh, there is a developing story that is coming out about Jared Kushner and the president. Uh, Breaking news here. I'll tell you what it is when we come back. It is 39 after the hour. There are a few showers around the Red area. It's nothing bad today, thank goodness. The phone number is 404 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. There is news out at this moment that you need to pay attention to. President Trump's outside legal team is asking to wall off Jared Kushner from discussing the Russia investigation with the president, according to sources with direct knowledge of the discussions. That's actually a really big deal, as uh, that largely eliminates Jared Kushner from being able to advise the president. He's so entangled in the Russia investigation. Um, I have it on good authority. That uh, the Mueller investigation is delving deeply into some of the things that uh, Jared Kushner did during the campaign, some that were questionable, whether or not they were filed on campaign finance violations. You see, it, it's never what you think is the crime that has gotten as the crime. There's always something else. There's a. It's the cover up. It, it's the. It's the the tax law that they they ignored because if they they admitted it on the tax law or the campaign finance disclosure law. If they admitted they had done it, it would have blown up in scandal. So they avoided it. And that's where they get them. That is where the red flags are raised. So let's say, for example, Jared Kushner built an online army for the president, uh, hired bots, hired people to tweet relentlessly at the president's opponents to harass the media. Uh, And that wasn't on the campaign contribution disclosure report. And he used funds to do it that were off the books. That would be a criminal violation. It's just a hypothetical. But I know that the Mueller investigators are looking heavily into Jared Kushner. That is why the president's legal team wants to keep the president away from Jared Kushner. Now, take that story. And by the way, I I, uh, let me just say I'm I feel 100 percent confident saying that, by the way, that the Mueller people, this isn't speculation on my part, folks. Uh, This is actual conversations with people who would know that that the Mueller team is looking into Kushner. Um, There have been reports to this as well, but I can confirm the reports are true. So you take that story. That Jared Kushner is being looked at by the FBI. And add it to the story that Jared Kushner's lawyers are the ones who leaked the memo with Donald Trump Jr. It makes it look like Jared Kushner is trying to throw his brother-in-law under the bus in order to save himself. That's the way it looks! I mean, the it, 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 total speculation. It is, it is an implication. It is an extrapolation from what's going on. But when you've got the, the investigators looking at Kushner and suddenly the Russia situation turns to Donald Trump Jr., and we now know for certain that it came from Jared Kushner's team, well, hey, people should be wondering about this. Is he loyal to the president and his family or to himself? I mean, you know what this really is? This is like a, a fan fiction version of Game of Thrones. You know how the Star Trek nerds get on YouTube and they do the, these fan videos of Star Trek where they all dress up like Klingons and, and do the Mr. Spock uh, hand signal and they make their little videos with their cheesy CGI graphics. Stuff? This is like a, a fan video of that except the Game of Thrones version. That's what this White House has become. I mean, everybody wants to be the next Cersei Lannister. I <laughs> wonder what's going to get blown up. Uh, the administration, that's what, unfortunately. The president's ship of state is sinking because of all these little petty cutthroats around him just a reminder, cooking live on radio tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, if you want to cook along with me, get the recipe by texting WSB to four four That'll sign you up for my morning email, wherein I shall include the recipe for red beans and rice. It is my mama's recipe, who is a native of Louisiana. It is very easy to make. It is quite tasty. Uh, everybody, you know, this is kind of like pimento cheese in the South. In the South, everybody has their own version of pimento cheese. My wife's family has the easiest version of pimento cheese I have ever encountered in my life. But, you know, some people use a double boiler and they melt the cheese and they add Worcestershire and and other people add red pepper and paprika and they do all these other things with it. My wife's family, they finely grate sharp cheddar cheese, mix in some Miracle Whip light to make it stick and throw in the pimentos and stir it all together, add salt, and that's it. I mean, it is the easiest. And it's quite tasty. I have to give them that. But... Red beans and rice is the same way. Everybody has a version of red beans and rice. My mother's version does not use the standard Trinity in Louisiana, the bell pepper, celery, and onion. You could do that if you want, uh, but hers is just onion and green onion and garlic. And we will make it on radio tomorrow night at 7 live. Believe it or not, I'm cooking live for Mark Aram. We're going to do my show and keep it to the news, and then we're going to do that. Uh, if you want to follow along with us and cook live with us, you can... Uh, text WSB to four 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 nine nine nine, or go to the recipe section at the resurgent.com and find the red beans and rice recipe. When we come back, I want to delve into the leakers at the White House because I noticed something today. And no one else seems to. Well, one other person has noticed it. One other person. And I, I, this is something we need to explore, folks, and I think you'll agree with me that we may, we may have found one of the leakers uh, as we walk down this road, and we're going to try, by the way, tomorrow night on Aram show, we're going to try to Facebook Live uh, the cooking. I can't promise you that, but I'm certainly going to try it. <music> The phone number is 404 750 wsb talk In your stupid story of the day pile, uh, the London Underground System is re-recording all of its daily greetings to scrap the phrase, ladies and gentlemen, because the BLT and GQXYZ community is outraged that it is not gender-neutral and inclusive of those who identify as other than male and female. No, I wish I was making this up. You know, Leonard Pitts, he's the liberal columnist, um, the Miami Herald, the Washington Post, I think he has a column in. In in any event, uh, Leonard Pitts has this column out, you know, the baby born in Canada where they're not giving the baby a birth certificate indicating whether the baby is male or female, it's just an it. Um, he, even he who is a very liberal supports transgender rights says that's a bridge too far that the English language can accommodate everything and the fact that the English language cannot accommodate this uh, suggests that this is something uh, Western society should avoid the idea that uh, babies being born cannot be determined to be male or female until they themselves have made up their mind I at least he's there But how long will that last? We had a prominent theologian today, and I forget the guy's name um, from out west, uh, that conservative evangelicals have paid attention to for a long time, who suddenly decided he's okay with uh, gay marriage because people have a right to be happy and uh, whatnot. Goodness gracious, folks. I'll tell you what, uh, I will change my mind on these issues when God changes his mind. And thus far, Scripture says it's unchanging until he comes back. So I think I'll just have to continue to hold my ground on this, whether you like it or not. When we come back, the leaker, the leaker, I wonder who the leaker is. Let's discuss it.
0: Running.
1: Lift off. We have a lift it is nine after the hour. I'm Eric Erickson. This is WSB in Atlanta's evening news. The phone number 404 872 750 WSB talk a uh, big announcement for you. I am happy to announce that as of this morning, Uh, Before You Wake, my new book has been sent to the presses. It will come out October 3rd, um, but they have begun the printing process today. So I am very excited. If you would like to pre-order a copy, you can text the word WAKE, W-A-K-E, to 444-999. This is my cookbook, letters to my kids. There's nothing political in it. Um, I'm excited. Uh, So The Leaker, In the White House, who is leaking? Uh, So, Kyle, a listener, sent me this great email. I suspect Rafael Cruz is the leaker. I mean, that's what it says in the National Enquirer. This whole plot was hatched when Rafi Cruz and Lee Harvey Oswald were working on other projects. (laughs) I think he's right. I should have known. You know, one of the things I've noticed, now listen, let me, for those of you, if you're a new listener, I know those of you who are longtime listeners, just bear with me for a minute. Uh, I was a lawyer for a number of years. I was a campaign consultant. I was an attorney for President Bush. Uh, I managed campaigns. I consulted on campaigns. I dealt a lot with reporters. And then started Red State and was hired by CNN, was at CNN for three years, Uh, did a little bit of time for free at MSNBC, believe it or not, back in 2004, 2005, back before they went off the deep end. Uh, And then I moved over to Fox, I guess, five years ago now, been at Fox for five years about. Uh, I, I know the media world. And there is something that routinely happens with reporters, and that is they develop sources. And when they develop sources, they protect the sources. The sources are the people who they don't burn. The sources are the people who they protect. They don't mention them. They don't make eye contact with them. They're the names that never surface. Or if they do surface in the story, they're in an innocuous throwaway point of the story. Just, oh, they mentioned this person can't be the source, but they're in a, uh, they're in a throwaway provision in the story that wasn't necessary. They just needed to be name checked. That's, that's how it works in Washington. And it really hit me the other day when I was following the Twitter account Comfortably Smug and noticed a little, little tangent he was on and it hit me. I think this guy is right. And I started paying attention to it. You know, there is one person that doesn't get mentioned in the press negatively. And it's a person, it is the one person who doesn't get mentioned negatively in the press, who's been with the president the entire time. In fact, it's the only person who's been with the president the entire time, or subsequently with the president, who doesn't get bad press. In fact, it's rarely mentioned in the press. Okay, follow along with me here. Corey Lewandowski, the original campaign manager, eventually thrown under the bus by a series of negative leaks from the from the campaign, showing how people had lost trust in him. He's gone. Paul Manafort, series of negative press articles, he's gone. Jared Kushner, uh, a whole series of negative press articles about him, uh, largely attributed to Steve Bannon, uh, shoved him to the side. Which brings me to Steve Bannon, who's had a series of negative press stories about him. Kellyanne Conway has seen negative press about her repeatedly. Siri decided to start activating there for a minute. So Kellyanne Conway's had negative press stories about her. Steve Bannon... Reince Priebus, Sean Spicer, God knows that guy, is on a Deadpool every week. He and, and Reince Priebus both. In fact, today I read a story that the White House is yet again preparing a shakeup to oust Priebus and Spicer. I mean, Ivanka's had negative press. Now Don Jr.'s having negative press. We know that Jared Kushner is the source of that. There's only one person in the entire Trump orbit who doesn't get negative press. And I think that's interesting because there are clearly sources at the White House feeding stories to Maggie Haberman at the New York Times and others. In fact, I, I, the stories that are going out to, to Maggie, for example, at the New York Times, they're pretty specific to internal White House conversations that this person would be a part of. And in fact, the conversations about what happened on the campaign trail, this person would have either been in the room or had direct knowledge of what went in the room, given the person's position. And yet, their name's never mentioned. Never mentioned. It never comes out. If you were a reporter and you had a source who was feeding you inside information giving you the play-by-play on conversations, giving you the internal mood of the White House, feeding you that sort of soap opera information on a daily basis, you wouldn't burn this person. You would do everything you can to make sure the president's ire doesn't get fixated on this person. You would do everything you can to make sure that this person never, ever has a problem because you want this person in that position. And when you think about it, going back to the 2016 campaign, we were getting the same sort of stories we're getting now about the White House, about the campaign. They were drama stories from the campaign. Who was fighting with whom? What the mood was? Who's backstabbing whom? We've gotten the same stories repeatedly over and over since the Trump campaign started. And since that time... There's been only one name that has never been a party to any of the conversations. And you may say it just means that this person keeps their head down, stays out of trouble, does good work, and and knows how to maneuver. You might say that. But look at the team of people the president has hired. He plays them off of each other. He expects them to stab each other in the back. That's how they get ahead. And this person keeps getting ahead and is the one person who never gets implicated in doing any of this stuff. Isn't that right, Hope Hicks? Deputy White House Press Secretary, the one person who's been with President Trump the longest other than Corey Lewandowski. And how did Corey Lewandowski lose his job? According to the New York Post, it was Hope Hicks feeding information to the press to bring him down when she got mad at him. Hmm. Maybe it's not her. But go through the press articles. Since the campaign, who is the one person who negative stories are never written about? Hope Hicks. Look at the stories of White House conversations. Who would be in that room? Who would know about these things? Well, a lot of people, but only one of them never gets mentioned. I just, I, listen, I realize that there, there well I will call it educated speculation on my part. Because there have been conversations behind the scenes. And I just, I got to ask you guys, is it not interesting that with all the turmoil and everybody's name getting thrown about, everybody getting mud on everyone else, the one-person reporters never mention, even when stories are leaked about her, let me say this, this is another thing that got me thinking about it, because I know there have been stories leaked and they've never been run, because you wouldn't do that to someone who's your source, you wouldn't want to burn that person. Maybe it's not, maybe it's not, again... Speculation with a little bit of education and inside knowledge on my part, but it just seems awful curious to me that that is the one name that never gets brought up in the press in any sort of way. Oh, man. Okay. The, the, I, I'm, I'm totally thrown off uh, by not starting my microphone. I know what I was going to tell you. Tomorrow night at 7, I'm cooking red beans and rice and you're all invited. Uh, you're invited by tuning into this program. Here's what we're going to do. I've always wanted to do something like this and we're going to make it work tomorrow night. So I have put a recipe up on the If you go to the resurgent.com, click on the topics tab and find recipes, you can get it. Or you can just text WSB to 444-999 and sign up for my daily email and I'll have it in tomorrow morning's email. You can go to the grocery store, buy the ingredients and tomorrow night at seven o'clock in real time on the radio, we're going to make authentic Cajun red beans and rice. In fact, it is my mother's family recipe from South Louisiana. We're going to make it in real time, Uh, and we'll discuss cooking. You can call in. Uh, We'll we'll have a few drinks while we're cooking, and you can call in and give me your favorite cooking tips and whatnot. It should be a lot of fun. I've always wanted to do something like this. You know, I I want my cooking show, uh, and one day I shall have my cooking show. Um, This will be a a good radio start We're going to try to stream it live on Facebook If nothing else, we'll record it and put it up after the show Uh, It should be a good time Now, did you know Well, you do know this Because I've been telling you this for years And now they're they're getting very open on it Uh, The Guardian, the left-wing rag out of the UK Has a big story today That the UN is encouraging people not to have kids Because of climate change You guessed it that they're saying, as a rule of thumb, pick how many kids you want and subtract one from it. That That's what they're saying. I, I, I've got several pastor friends of mine who actually give people advice of, how many kids do you really want? Now add one to it. Seriously. In fact, I, I've got a friend of mine who has 10 kids. And the greatest thing about this is that once you get past three, you can start forming alliances with your kids and pitting one against the other. So even though you're technically outnumbered, you never are if you're a smart parent. I, I'm... Uh, Christy and I, we had to be done at two, but uh, you don't have to be, and to have global warming fascists tell you you shouldn't have kids is insane. Thirty-nine after the hour. I'm Eric Erickson. This is WSB. I have said numerous times on this program that uh, the environmental wacko movement—they're uh, watermelons. They're green on the outside, but they're red on the inside. They used to be the communist movement of the United States. When the Soviet Union collapsed, this is—I'm not making this up, folks. You can go read about the history of this yourself. When the Soviet Union collapsed. In the very early 90s, many of the communist activists in this country became uh, environmentalist activists. In fact, there's a story out today. The Russians have been working with environmental groups in this country to fund efforts against fracking in the United States because they don't want the United States to expand their energy capabilities. So this is the way it's been forever. Uh, Largely, the environmentalist movement exists as an anti-capitalist movement, as an anti-Christian movement, as an anti-family movement. There are uh, multiple environmental groups now pushing the idea that we need expansive abortion on demand to lower population rates around the world. There are a number of countries, we are one on the verge of it, by the way, Uh, there are a number of countries that have crossed the tipping point of birth rate. Uh, Germany is one such country, Russia, Japan, where there are more people dying than being born, and these countries cannot sustain themselves. They will become empty over time. It's like the studies that suggest that the last Episcopalian in America has already been born given the rapid decline of the Episcopal Church in the United States, far more rapid than even the other declining churches in the country, including the uh, heretical version of the Presbyterians, the PCUSA. But the global warming movement, the climate change movement, is now pinning their hopes on... uh, restrictive child policies you know this is one reason by the way that they want smaller cars it's not just that they want to lower carbon emissions it's that they want to discourage people from having large families because if you have a large family you can't fit them all in the car so you build small cars you dissuade people from being able to have big families you're, you you get two kids you're like we, we can't have a third kid where will they fit and you've got people out today who are encouraging people to not have kids and to go with the China one-child policy. Did you know China has abandoned its one-child policy? You know, up until a year ago in China, if you had more than one child, uh, you could be punished. Your child could be taken from you. Where do you think all these adoptions from China come from in many cases? their children taken from families because the family had more than one child. In most cases, though, if the woman is found out to be pregnant, an abortion van shows up and uh, state officials force the woman into the van and abort her child, whether she likes it or not. They're now allowing people to have two children because China is crossing uh, the, the, the reproduction rate. There's been a rapid decline in reproduction in China. It's happening in this country. We're, you know, we're not the problem when it comes to climate change. By the way, I'm sure you've heard, you've got the massive iceberg that broke off from um, Antarctica, larger than Delaware, apparently. And that, at least they're being honest about, it, had nothing to do with climate change. It's a, a natural cycle. We just haven't seen one to the scale before. But so much of the environmentalist movement is premised on reducing the number of kids you have, changing what you eat. They, wanna, they also want to take away your meat, you know, I actually. Yeah, have you heard of the Lone Star Tick? My kid won't go outside anymore because there's this tick in Georgia now. Everybody's hyping up where if you get bit by the tick, you develop a meat allergy, and all he eats is bacon. And he doesn't want to go outside anymore because he would have to give up bacon. I don't blame him for this. But I actually read an article the other day, and I thought at first it was a parody article, and it turns out it wasn't, where they were encouraging people to be bitten by this tick. So that they could no longer eat cows and pigs and therefore people would reduce the number of cows and pigs and therefore would help prevent climate change. These are unhinged people. The whole environmentalist movement, listen, I I honestly, I don't care about global warming. I, I, I do not care about it. Is the world warming? Yeah. Do I think it's more natural than human? Yeah, I actually do think it's more natural than human. But I think that if the scientists who are pushing global warming were to be fired up about it being natural, they wouldn't get as much funding. So they've concocted the nightmare scenarios of human-caused global warming. Is, is the world warming? Yeah, I think it is. Has it been warmer than it is now? Inarguably, it's been much warmer than it is right now. Has it been colder? Yes. Is it cyclical? Yes, I believe it is. But it it is there is a religious zeal to the environmentalist movement. And the stories that are coming out today, this week, I knew one was going to happen because a couple of weeks ago I read an article where a think tank had listed the things in order. What were the things, the most advantageous things to do to reduce uh, climate change and possibly reverse it? And number one was reproductive practices. Number two was air conditioning, something like that in the top 10, at least it was reproductive practices and air conditioning. Give up your air conditioner. Yes. In the South, give up your air conditioner. You know, they should be happy with the rise of, of the oceans that they say is going to wipe out the South because they will have to all move inland to parts cooler where we won't need the air conditioners anymore. None of their stuff is consistent. I tell you though, these people, they're trying to get back in charge. That's why they're pounding the drum on this Trump stuff so much. They can't accept that Hillary Clinton lost. They can't accept that she was a terrible candidate. They can't believe that it happened. They can't believe people rejected their precious. They can't believe that Donald Trump was the one who beat her. So they are forced to conclude the Russians stole the election. And they desperately want to get back in power to save the world by limiting the number of children you can have so that the world heals. They're a bunch of nutters. Welcome back. It is 55 after the hour, and I remembered to turn on my microphone this time. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Zach in Atlanta, you're up. Welcome. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me on. Sure.
0: So uh, my my biggest concern is I'm a I'm a non-Trump supporter. I didn't vote for him, and it was the happiest. Uh, wrong, I've ever done in my life. I'm I'm definitely a Trump supporter now. I thought honestly that Trump was supported by the Clinton administration, and I thought that he would resign at any moment to uh, be supported by the Clintons. But uh, well, my question is: is how can you support somebody uh, like like Donald Trump, and he's in he's in power now, and he's making moves, and we're gonna are we gonna abandon him now, or were we supposed to? support someone like Rand Paul. Like, so So, what's our move now? Since- well, so
1: here's the thing. Uh, first, I, I think you got to recognize that the president is surrounded by a bunch of cutthroat people who are trying to sabotage each other, and uh, the ship of state is taking on water as a result of it. Um, but then you also need to look in the Senate and the House and find the good legislative plans to back. The president's backing, for example, the Cruz-Lee plan in the Senate for Obamacare repeal, and yet you've got Republican senators opposed to it. Uh, Why? Uh, Rand Paul has lent his voice to it. In fact, Rand Paul came out today, you should know, and said it's pretty clear the Senate has no intention of repealing Obamacare. And he is not down with the Republican plan unless it includes the the, uh, Cruz Lee plan. And even then he's not sure because it doesn't go far enough for him. There are good people out there. And the president has good people advising him. But it seems like they're outnumbered by the bad people. And there needs to be a great cleaning out at the White House of all of the cutthroat leakers who are trying to sabotage each other because they're hurting the president. They're hurting his ability to get anything done. They're hurting his agenda. All the things he promised can't get done. Tomorrow night, remember the Reds, Beans, and Rice. Text WSB to four four 999 We'll cook live starting at 7.
0: Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in,